Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. But if we want to continue to celebrate our lives as we age, we've got to be mindful about our mental health and well-being. And our guest today is an expert on helping us do just that. Jennifer Mrozek-Sukolo is the author of Claim Your Swagger, a book that guides readers to pull themselves out of whatever ruts they may be stuck in caused by life's many challenges. And, of course, as seniors, we do encounter our share of those. Jennifer is a transformational expert who's coached over 50,000 high-performing individuals at various Fortune 500 companies and helped them transform their lives through science-backed, behavior-based exercises. So I am 100% sure she can help us with whatever issues we're dealing with. I'm thrilled to have you on the show, and I can't wait to get started. So welcome, Jennifer. Hello? I'm there. I'm here. Okay. I think what we're going to do is we will... uh, reschedule this show because we're having a little trouble with the audio, I think. Um, Well, let's go ahead and and we'll try. But anyway, first up, I want to congratulate you because this book is an all-encompassing guide. Uh, It addresses various ways we can support our mental health and, of course, general well-being. You've got a lot of glowing reviews already, so you've got to be thrilled with the success so far. I am absolutely thrilled with the with where the book is and how it's resonating with people. It has been absolutely just mind blowing. Well, and also I want to start out right at the top of the show by saying that at the in the introduction you explain the meaning of the title of the book, Claim Your Swagger. So tell us about that and what swagger stands for. It's a lifestyle and it's something that needs to be worked on and practiced daily. And when I landed on the word swagger for the book, it really spoke to me in so many ways. But I have defined it in a unique way. It is not what people think or what you read in the dictionary. So the way that I have defined swagger is it's actually an acronym, and it stands for self-worth, appreciation for your strengths and limitations, gratitude for how your life experiences have shaped who you are, grounded in your core values, empowered to overcome self-limitation, and renewed through a greater focus on your passion and purpose. Well, and also, I mean, playing upon that, the subtitle of the book, Stop Surviving and Start Thriving, I mean, that just speaks to me in so many ways. And for a lot of us older people, I really, this is a time we really can thrive and live out those golden years. So let's begin by you giving us a bit of an overview of the book itself and maybe what led you to write it, because, of course, you've been working with clients for years, but this book is something for the general public. Well, the original concept, believe it or not, the original concept for writing the book came when I was working and coaching cancer survivors because what I recognized was that when they're in treatment, their whole life really becomes surviving treatment. And once they get past that stage and they've survived treatment, 
they're fundamentally changed by the experience. They're no longer the same person they were before. And oftentimes they find themselves at a loss where they just have no idea where do I go from here? How do I go forward? And I always wanted to help them see cancer as the spark that created the rest of their life instead of something they survived. And as I started writing, I had people responding to some of my early writing of the book just to give some feedback, and they said, this is much bigger than cancer survivors. You're writing a survivor's book, and we've all survived something, whether it's COVID-19, whether we're surviving retirement, we have survived many trials and tribulations in our life. And so that broadened my perspective quite a bit as I continued to write, and it made me really think about my older sister, Janine, who passed away when she was only in her 30s. And I always mm. wondered if I'd been able to help her see that she's the leader of her life, that she didn't have to be more than she was. She just had to be who she was. If I could help her stop chasing the next win, I always felt that she was perhaps doing things for the wrong reasons and looking outward for things to make her happy instead of truly understanding that she could create her own happiness, that that was all up to her. And I wondered if I'd been able to help her, would she still be here today? Now, I haven't, obviously, I wasn't able to help my sister, but I am able to help millions of people around the globe right now, and that is the reason why I wanted to write Claim Your Swagger, because I wanted to put the tools into people's hands so that they could take charge of their own lives and really step into that leadership role and become the leader of their life. Well, and I have to say, Jennifer, I mean, I know you've you know dealt with a lot of hotshot business people, uh, but I'm so glad you presented it in this way because I really do believe uh, this is a book for everyone. And as a boomer, I think it's especially helpful for older folks because, you know, we have our own self-limiting beliefs sometimes about aging, but society holds so many negative stereotypes about growing older. So this book is a real, you know, way that we can tap into our own leadership, as you say, and lead a productive and happy life even well into our later years. Interesting research now coming out that's showing more and more people are choosing to work later into their lives because they love what it does for them. They love having that focus. They love having that, that drive or that tapping into maybe more of what their purpose is. It gives them more of a purpose. I know people that are working well into their 70s and absolutely are thriving as a result of it. And that doesn't mean you have to work to, to really thrive. What this book enables you to do, regardless of where you are, is to recognize that your best years aren't behind you. They're actually in front of you, and it's a matter of you determining how do I want this next chapter to look like? What do I want it to look like? What is going to really bring me joy and happiness? And how can I spread joy and light and happiness in all that I do? 
I agree, and I want to say at the onset, too, the book starts out with making a commitment. <laughs> you actually sign a commitment, uh, and you talk about P to the power of three, which is uh, in, in part of this commitment. So tell us a little bit about P to the power of three, because it is a certain amount of dedication required to re- achieve all this uh, you know, leadership uh, role in our own lives. The reason it has its own chapter is because it's a, it's a fundamental concept in the book. And what it really stands for is patience, practice, and perseverance. We have to recognize that what, what I'm encouraging you to do, what I'm giving you the tools and the, the activities and capabilities to be able to do is to start shifting mindsets and to create new neural pathways and new behaviors, and that takes time developing new habits in your life. And we have to recognize that that is not going to happen overnight. We have become so accustomed to instant gratification, especially with the technology and the tools we have at our fingertips now, but this is one of those things where we have to be patient with ourselves and we have to be willing to put in the practice time to make it happen. We can't get good at anything without practice. And we will not succeed if we give up. The only time we're going to fail is if we give up. There is no failure, only learning, as long as we keep going and persevere. And I promise you, you will get there, but you have to really make sure that you are being patient with yourself, you're putting the practice time in, and you're, you're willing to stay committed to the journey and persevere. Hello? Jennifer? Yes. Uh, I think we lost you. Um, well, we'll continue, but I'm ha- we're having a little trouble with the audio, and I'm sorry to our listeners. Uh, we'll, but as long as you're back, we're, we're fine. Then. Uh, it, I just want to say, too, at the start of Chapter 3, you have a self-worth assessment, and I have to confess, I thought my self-worth was pretty good. I took that test, and I was shocked to realize I need some strengthening in that area. It was an eye-opener for sure. I don't want to give it away, but I just want to mention that there are a number of assessments in the in the book that we can take that will really give us some some uh, let's say encouragement or foresight into realizing that there are different things that we want want to work on in our lives put those in the book i the whole concept and the whole idea is to help people develop some self-awareness to start taking the time to reflect on who they are so that you can learn to tap into what you already have to be able to step into that leadership role as the leader of your life and to be at your best, perform at your best, and live your best life. And we all need some work in the, self, in the self-worth department. We all need work <laughs> there. It is easy to get caught up in how much emphasis we put on what other people think of us. And that whole chapter is helping you, designed to help you really make a mindset shift to recognize that we were born worthy, that birth is innate. 
it doesn't need any qualifiers. It's not about how much money we have or what we've done in our life or who we know. We are worthy, period, simply because we exist. Well, and I'm going to borrow a quote that you presented that was from Carl Jung. I think it gives me goosebumps every time I read it or say it, and I've been reading your book, so I've been seeing it a number of times, that the privilege of a lifetime is to become who we truly are. I just think that is wonderful. And that, again, as we're older, I think that's a lesson of the latter part of our lives is to really return to who we truly, truly are. And the assessments in the book, the self-help in the book, it really, well, I'm sorry, I said self-help, and I know that's a word you don't like. <laughs> but it, <laughs> Sorry about that, Jennifer. <laughs> anyway, right. the, the uh, motivational aspects of the book <laughs> can help us kind of really, really focus in on who we truly are and those innate gifts. Um, but another thing is, in addition to discovering who we truly are and living our life, one of the exercises in the book I found particularly meaningful was, I love this so much, you suggest that every day, every morning, we make an acts of kindness list. What a fabulous idea. It's so simple and yet so underutilized, the power of kindness and just being kind to somebody else. And that has such a boost to ourselves. Uh, and when you do it, it's the only time you're going to actually recognize that or manifest that. But that something so simple can have such a powerful impact on our lives, on our mindset, attitude, on our outlook on life. And it's Again, something super simple and easy to do, but we don't take the time to do it. Well, and two, I mean, again, that old, you know, saying it's better to give than to receive. You get such a sense of inner fulfillment when you're able to provide an act of kindness to someone else. And you say it could be very small, you know, holding the door for someone or doing something else. But just to commit every day, I want to do so many acts of kindness. Then you're you're building those new, as you like to say, neural pathways that really help us, you know, again, uh, reap the rewards of being being gracious and kind. And your own act of kindness, it's reflected in the book. Well, you had several of them, I have to say. But you present a list of 34 talent themes. Uh, I know you're an expert in this. Uh, they're called the Clifton Strengths, and they're used by Gallup, Inc., and I know you work with them or have worked with them. Uh, and it helps us readers really identify areas of our innate talents. I think it's such a powerful part of the book and to give people a different way to explore themselves and to learn about themselves and to recognize that we are born with innate talents, things that we're naturally good at doing. And the more that we understand what those are, the more that we can learn to apply them more regularly in our lives and over time we can turn those talents into strengths and ultimately into our superpowers. And what Gallup talks about is instead of focusing on our weaknesses and turning them into strengths, which some people talk about a lot these days, I disagree and Gallup disagrees. We should be focusing more on capitalizing and really harnessing our strengths and our talents and using those to manage the things we're not as good at. So it's a different way to look at that and it also gives us a completely different lay 
and way to learn about ourselves and talk about ourselves. Well, and two, when you're playing to your strengths, as you as you noted in the book as well, there there gives you energy. You get in the flow where you lose time because you're so really you know expressing your true inner talents. And I, it's it just it, it's a win win because if you're doing that, you're usually helping others and the world too. Uh, so I, I really right. love the fact, yeah. Play to your strengths. I am in total agreement with that. Uh, another thing, and of course this is uh, in a number of books, you know, a lot of times, but using affirmations. But you gave me a brand new term, affirmations, and talked about turning affirmations into affirmational questions. I just love this. Can you tell us a little bit about that too? Sure. So one of the things that I try to do throughout the book is give you different ways to get your brain to work for you instead of against you. And one of the things unique about the brain is that when you ask the brain a question or when you ask a question, it's going to be searching for the answer. So you're employing it to look for answers. But if you ask a question such as, why am I already so good at this? Why is it that this comes so easily for me? Then you are already telling yourself that that is a fact, that that is truth, that that is already happening, and your brain just starts to find reasons or the answers to those. Why am I already successful? Why is it easy for me to be to enjoy life? Asking yourself some of these questions Putting it in that way tells your brain this is already taking place. And when your brain sees that it's already taking place, you are more likely to be making that your reality. So it's an interesting way to tap into how the brain works and get it to work for you. Well, I, I found this as another insight, and this book is really filled with those, of course. Uh, and I also uh, want to make, make sure that we – say that, too, that much of the book's focus is on gratitude for all of life's experiences. And I learned another new word from you uh, that I want you to spend a moment telling us about, if you would, kintsugi, and how we have to embrace the full aspects of our lives. So amazing when I was writing this chapter. It was one of my favorite chapters to write in the book. But kintsugi pottery is Japanese art of broken pottery and putting it back together and using gold to fill the cracks. And then they transform what was once a useless piece of broken pottery into a priceless work of art. And when I started to think about that a little bit, I thought about how life breaks us and forms cracks. And if we could look at utilizing gratitude as our gold, our cracks, with gold and gratitude, then we transform ourselves into priceless works of art. By being willing to showcase and celebrate the scars that life has given us instead of being ashamed of them or hiding them away. And when we think of gratitude, there's a couple of things that are really important about the word gratitude. And it truly means being appreciative for what we have. And in the in it's about being grateful and appreciative for the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak, all of it. 
and recognizing it's not about comparing yourself to others, thinking that you're other people have it so much worse off than you, and it's also not about suppressing negative feelings or artificially having positive feelings. Gratitude is about appreciating what you have and what exists right now today. And I look at it as well as I talk about it as being relation to outcome. It's all about outcome, meaning that you become grateful for something that took place as the result of an experience that would never have happened had that experience not taken place in your life at all. So it's truly an amazing tool that we have in our toolbox. And again, I think is far too underutilized uh, the power that we have just by focusing on gratitude. Well, and, of course, that all combines with aging well, too, because our outlook on life as we grow older is critical to how, you know, healthy we are, how happy we are, how much we can still contribute to life. And so this, again, I'm referring back to this wonderful book, but there's so much more to cover in the book, and I could go on and on because it was such a wonderful read for me. But our time together is limited. So as the author, do you have any suggestions for how readers can make best use of claims? your swagger I think it's I design people where they are and so some people have said to me that they read it all the way through and then went back and did the activities what I do encourage people to do regardless of how you choose to engage with the book make sure to do the work you owe it to yourself and your swagger is waiting to be unlocked and to be claimed but you've got to be willing to do the work. Make yourself a priority. Put yourself at the top of the list instead of the bottom, and you will not be disappointed. Well, I love that. I mean, really, make you put yourself at the top of the list, and that's another gift of age because a lot of times we do have more discretionary time to look at ourselves and really build on who we are at this stage in our lives. So, Jennifer, can you please tell our listeners where they can find out more about you, your work? I know you've got a website. And take the assessment uh, because that, that you can get to through your website too, as well as get their own copy of Claim Your Swagger. Certainly, they can go to SwaggerU, that's the letter U, dot com. It's short for Swagger University. And on there, you'll find links to purchase the book from your favorite retailer. There also is a Swagger quiz, which is designed to help people take a look at how they view themselves and their life right now. And they can also contact me and reach out to me through SwaggerU.com, and I'm happy to connect with people at any time. Well, wonderful. And before we go, do you have any final thoughts because you have such a rich vocabulary and helpful attitude to to make things better for all of us? One of the things I like to tell people, already have everything you need to be at your best, perform at your best, and live your best life. You just need to learn how to use it. And that's exactly what I've designed Swagger, Claim Your Swagger to do and help people do. Well, and that you have done for me, and I am going to continue doing the exercises and the work because I want to take good use of the three Ps. Jennifer, thank you so much. I mean, this has been such a wonderful experience for me, both your book and getting to speak with you uh, over over podcast-wise. It's been a delight. 
thank you so much for inviting me to join you. I apologize for any of the audio issues to the listeners, and I hope they got some value out of this discussion. I am sure they did. We just had a little in and out there for a while, but I hope our our, our listeners really do understand what a useful and uh, really important book this is because we can build upon our own talents and strengths. We can live long, mentally healthy lives and that are filled with meaning and joy. So please, everyone out there, check out Jennifer's website at swaggeroo.com and her wonderful book, Claim Your Swagger. Take the test. Do the exercises. You're going to find a hell a wealth of information, lots of motivation, and the keys you'll need to fully embrace life on the feisty side of 50. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.